You are listening to sermons from the pulpit of the Bible Baptist Church in Marysville, California. We hope you will be blessed as you listen to another practical message. And what a blessing. Thank you so much for that. All right, keep your Bibles out. And this last week, we were in uh, this passage of Scripture, and uh, we looked uh, last week uh, at the promise. Uh, the promise of the Lord's coming. Uh, so uh, God the Son, the Savior of the world, the Christ was going to come. And all of the prophecies that told of His coming and the fulfillment of those were all tied up in the person, in the face of Jesus Christ. And what a blessing that that is. And so as we uh, continue... Uh, we see how uh, the Messiah, Emmanuel, God with us, uh, is, is the Lord. Jesus is God. And He is with us, and He was promised to come. Uh, but uh, when He was promised to come, there was a... Uh, he not only had the promise, there was also a present. There was a present in His coming. And, you know, we think about Christmas season, we think about, of course, we think about the Lord, but for many, Christmas is about the presents. And Christmas is about all of the things that are entailed there, not necessarily just the getting, but the giving of presents. But to many, Christmas is, for, for many, Christmas is a time of happiness and joy, uh, celebration, uh, it's a time of blessings in our life, the people uh, that we have around us, family and friends, uh, the purpose of our existence. It just brings us uh, together uh, to bring honor and glory to the Lord, uh, to bring the good news of, uh, of the gospel to those around us. And Christmas is a great time to be able to share uh, the Lord with people because the world can't get away from the baby in a manger. And that baby in a manger came for a specific purpose. And his, his coming uh, was tied uh, to why he, he came. And, and so we see the purpose of our existence and we see the promise of eternal life. Uh, and, and with that, uh, there, are, there are problems in life and there are injuries and injustices that we face in life. But one day, we're going to be free from all of them. Amen? One, one day, there will, there will be no COVID-19. One day, there will be no elections. One day, there will be no political division. What, what a blessing. I mean, uh, just all of the things that come with, uh, just as a result of the Lord's coming, uh, is, is amazing. Second uh, Corinthians 5.8, we are confident, I say, and willing rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. And that is going to be the case. One day, if you're a child of God, we're going to be out of here. And, and there isn't going to be any more pressure. Uh, there isn't going to be any more sickness. There, there will not be any more death. Uh, there will be no more financial reversals. There will be no more arguments and uh, relational problems. Uh, there will be no more separation. What, what a blessing that that's going to be. And we, we look at that and we see uh, that for many, uh, the meaning of Christmas and the memories of Christmas are just wonderful. But to many, 
Christmas brings an unwanted present and it brings unwanted guests. Have you ever had an unwanted guest at Christmas? You guys are all looking at me with a smile, sort of more of a smirk. But sometimes Christmas brings unwanted guests. Individuals that you really didn't want. But some of those guests aren't necessarily a person. For many, Christmas brings unwanted guests of stress, brings the unwanted guests of depression. There are, there are things about this season that some look forward to and are excited about, and others, as the year gets closer to Christmas, it's all negative. Mayo Clinic put out, out a report this, this last week, and it was just dealing with stress and depression during this time of year and how it heightens. And people have their, these stresses and depression, and, and it's because of uh, loss in their life. It's because of emptiness that they face. It is because of maybe guilt uh, that has, has uh, been a part of their life of things uh, that should not have been done. And maybe there's some guilt, uh, pressure uh, that, that is there uh, from their, uh, their own person. There is pressure from peers uh, and those, those pressures to be, pressures to buy, pressures to belong. There's just so many things that uh, people deal with during this time of year. There's pressures of performance. Uh, you ladies, oftentimes, you will face a pressure. Uh, family gets together and everything has to be perfect. Decorations have to be perfect. The house has to be absolutely clean. Uh, if the husband comes in the house, now it is dirty and he needs to leave again uh, because uh, he's just going to mess everything up and now he set something down on a flat space. I am a flat space guy. Anybody else like that? If there's a flat space, I'm putting stuff on it. And uh, yeah, if you've been in our home, there is a, there's a large uh, uh, countertop. Uh, there is the island. And man, I just come in and I just start emptying my pockets. And that's not where that belongs. It's a perfect spot right there. I see where it goes. And so, uh, but you know, everything has to just be perfect. And there's this performance stress and pressure that is put on. But stress and depression are, a, are a, a result of a myriad of different pressures that are in someone's life. Some of those are from others, some of are from self. But what, what one wonderful thing about the Lord is, He never leaves us where He finds us. And He never leaves us without hope. And so this morning I want to speak to you as we continue in this series on on God with us, uh, part two this morning is going to be the present, the present. And let's pray together. Father, we do love you. We thank you for your goodness. Thank you for being a God that knows exactly where we are. You know each person's burdens and problems and stresses. Lord, you know the, the victories that we have in our life and you know the defeats. And I do pray that this morning that you would help all of us just to draw a little bit closer to you. May you be honored and glorified by everything done and help us 
to, uh, to just honor you throughout uh, this Christmas season, please. For Christ's sake, we pray. Amen. The Gospel uh, of Matthew takes us from the genealogies of Mary and, and uh, Joseph, and then uh, it leads us in uh, to the, the birth of Christ, but really it doesn't give us any of the details uh, of that. It skips from uh, chapter number one in Matthew. If you look from uh, let's see here, uh, verse 25, and he knew her not until she had brought forth her firstborn son, uh, and he called his name Jesus. So that is all that is told about Jesus's birth, that he was born, and they called his name Jesus. And then it goes into chapter 2, and it talks about now uh, the wise men that are coming. And so there's a gap that is there. And so for us to look really at the birth of Christ, uh, we have to go to another passage. And usually uh, when we look into the scriptures and we think about uh, the Lord's birth, uh, where, where do we go? We always go to the book of Luke. Uh, why? Because there's so many details that are there. So let's go to Luke chapter number 2. And look, look with me at verse number 15. Verse number 15. And the Bible says, And it came to pass, as the angels were gone away from uh, them into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem, and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. And they came with haste, and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. You know, uh, here we have the present. The Lord himself is the present of, of, uh, uh, of, of Christmas. He is the one that came. And if anybody uh, is receiving presents, uh, the greatest present that any of us could ever receive is the Lord himself. And so here uh, we see, though, uh, with his present, uh, with his coming, we find some things that we receive. There some benefits that we receive. First of all, I want you to see that we receive help. We receive help. Look back at verse number uh, 10. It says, And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. Ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth, Peace, goodwill toward men. You know, uh, here when the Lord comes, we find that there is help. There is help. Uh, you know, how many of you have had somebody bring you some bad news? Are you helped by bad news? How many are always willing to hear some good news? You know what? When you hear good news, you are helped. Your spirit is helped. Your mind is helped. Your, your health, it helps everything about us when you hear uh, good news. And that's what we find here as these, these angels, they're bringing good news. And these shepherds, uh, with the presence of the Lord's coming, they find that they are going to be helped because of the Savior's coming. And how are they helped? First of all, they are helped with good tidings. Good tidings. You know, you and I, we need to be a people that are bringing good tidings. 
Bring some good tidings. There's enough bad news in the world. Bring some good tidings. Uh, None of us need to be discouraged. We need to be encouraged. And these angels, they're coming. And as these angels come, uh, they help these these shepherds. How do they do that? By good tidings. Uh, What were those good tidings? It was good news. And who doesn't like to get good news? We all like to get good news. Now, there are some people that don't like good news. Uh, Mr. Potter uh, it, on uh, It's a Wonderful Life. He didn't like good news. Uh, Ebenezer Scrooge on A Christmas Carol, he doesn't like good news. Are, are we at that spot? Are, are, we, that, are we that bitter? Uh, no, we're not, we're not in that kind of a place. Uh, we want to hear good news and good tidings, good news are things. That's helpful. And all of us, uh, not only do we need to hear, not only should we desire to hear good news and good tidings, we also should be sharing those. So we have the good news. And what is some good news? Let me tell you, the good news is the gospel. The gospel is good news. And, and the Lord's coming, uh, these tidings of his coming, it just is good news. There's nothing, there's nothing bad about the Savior's coming. There is nothing negative about the Messiah being born. There is nothing negative about the, the gift of salvation that he is going to offer this world. Everything about it is good news. And the process, there may have been some uh, negative things that happened in the purchasing of salvation. But the entire story from front to back, it's all good news. The gospel is good news. Why is there good news? Because there's help in the gospel. There's no greater help in a person's life than for them to be saved. Accepting what Christ has done. You see, there's no greater help than the good news of the gospel. There's no greater news uh, than uh, the gospel. Uh, Here in verse number 11, For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior. A Savior. Why? Why was a Savior needed? Because we were dead in our trespasses and sins. Because we were without God in this world. We were condemned already because we had not believed on the name of the only begotten Son of God. And so with the Lord's coming, now a Savior is born. And you and I need a Savior. And before salvation, you need the Savior. After salvation, you you and I still need the Savior. Amen? Uh, It's just good news. A Savior. Uh, The name Jesus means Savior. That's what his name means, is Savior. And the knowledge of the Savior is good news. But let me tell you something, the reception of the Savior is greater news. It's one thing to know about him. It's one thing to know that he was born. It's one thing to know uh, that he was in a, uh, he came in a manger and he came to this world. But what great joy uh, comes when you receive him, the reception of the Savior. You see, what do we find here uh, with these uh, angels when they're coming? Good tidings. What do we find? Great joy. Great joy. The Lord's coming. His presence brings joy. You know, if we don't have joy, 
there's a problem. Because it's available. Joy is what the Lord brought. He brings joy. You and I, as his children, we should not only possess eternal life, we should, uh, we should be uh, embracing all that the Lord has given to us. He has, there are good tidings. Uh, there's good news. What does that good news bring? That good news brings great joy. You know, you know why we don't have great joys? Because we are not focusing on the good news. We lose our joy when we start looking at the bad news. We start looking at the problems. We start looking at all the other ramifications in life. But let me tell you something. We have a Savior who came, and when he came, he brought us. There were good tidings of his coming. There was a great joy that was there. Uh, the, the song, Joy to the World, the Lord has come. Joy to the world, the Lord has come. I mean, the Lord's coming should bring joy to the entire world. How much more to his children? It ought to bring joy to the earth. Joy to the world was never written as a song. The, it became a classic Christmas carol. And a matter of fact, it was not even written as a Christmas anything. It had nothing to do with Christmas. And Sir Isaac Watts was the author. And this, this song, Joy to the World, was, was penned and published. Uh, it was in a book, or a book, but it was a book of poems. It had nothing to do with Christmas. It was never intended that way. And, but it came out of Psalm 98. And, and so it was just an expression of what the Lord's coming was going to do. And so it had nothing to do with a Christmas season or trying to even make it out as uh, a Christmas song. Uh, but later uh, it was turned into a Christmas carol. Uh, but, but hear these words, we sing Christmas songs only at Christmas, don't we? But joy to the world, the Lord has come. Uh, if, if, brother, if Brother Davis, and he's going to do it now that I've said something, uh, he, he's going to do it in the middle of July. Joy to the world, the Lord has come. Uh, but, and we would think, man, that's a Christmas song. Why are we singing Christmas songs in the middle of the summer? Uh, but the reality is joy to the world was not a Christmas song. We have attributed these, these biblical truths. And you start looking through uh, the hymns of Christmas, and what we'll find is great doctrine that just honors that our Savior come has come and we should have we should have joy because the Lord has come he's come and what happens we have help why do we get help because of the glad tidings why do we have help because of the great joy great joy don't you want to be joyful focus on the Lord Focus on Him. I know it's easy to get caught up with business, buildings, and budgets, and all of, all of the, just the things of life. But we need to keep our focus on the Savior. And when we do, we'll find that we have great joy. 
great joy. So these good tidings, this great joy, it was for all people. It was for the Jews. It was for the Gentiles. It was for the Russians. It was for the Turks. It was for the Iraqi. It was for the Arab. It was for the Spanish. It was for the Mexican. It was for the European. It was for the Indian. It was for the Asian. It was for the Oriental. It was for the American. It was for the entire world. Joy to the world. The Savior's coming uh, in a manger uh, brings joy. The Savior's crucifixion on the cross it results in joy. The Savior's coming in the clouds uh, brings joy. We just need to keep our eyes on the Savior. What happens when we do? Uh, this brings great joy to all people. So the help that comes from the Savior coming to this world uh, it is good tidings. It's great joy. So what are the, what do we find here? Uh, God with us, the present, uh, the present for us. Number one is help. The present for us, number two, is hope. Hope. You know why people get depressed? Because they have no hope. I wish I could say that only people without Christ suffer with depression. But that's not true. There are people that are saved and love the Lord who struggle with depression. And you know, why, why do we find ourselves in that kind of place? We find our place, ourselves in a spot where we feel as though we have no hope. We have no hope. You know, we all have to guard our spirit. The Lord said, keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Everything spawns. Everything is given life. The things that will be good and the things that are bad, that all comes out of our heart. Uh, Romans chapter, I'm just going to give you some, uh, some hope. Uh, what, what, what was the hope? Uh, we have peace with God peace with God. Romans 16, 20. And the God of peace shall bruise Satan under your feet shortly. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Amen. Uh, and here the apostle Paul, he's, he is tying uh, everything back to Genesis chapter 3 and verse number 15, that the Lord was going to uh, crush Satan's head and bruise his heel. Uh, and, and so uh, it's tied in there with Romans 16, 20. Romans 15, 33. Now the God of all peace be with you. Amen. Romans 15, 13. Uh, Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God. Uh, and see, what do we have? We have peace with God. We have peace also with fellow man. 2 Corinthians 13, 11. Finally, brethren, farewell. Be perfect. Be of good comfort. Be of one mind. Live in peace, and the God of love and peace shall be with you. Ephesians 6, 23. Peace be to the brethren and love with faith and God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, what, ha what brings hope? Peace brings hope. Peace brings hope. You know, if we may not have peace with everybody, but do we have peace with God? If we have peace with God, that brings hope. It, it brings hope in our lives. Uh, peace brings hope, goodwill. He said, Peace on earth. 
Then he said, goodwill toward men. Goodwill. So, verse number four, 14 of Luke 2. Glory to God in the highest and on earth. Peace, goodwill toward men. Ephesians 6, 7 tells us with good will doing service as to the Lord and not to men. Uh, Matthew 25, 35 uh, he said, for I was hungered and you gave me meat. I was thirsty and I, you gave me drink. I was a stranger and you took me in naked and you clothed me. I was sick and you visited me. I was in prison and you came unto me. Then shall the righteous answer him saying, Lord, when saw we thee uh, and hungered and fed thee or thirsty and gave thee drink? Or when saw we thee sick or in prison and came unto thee? And the king shall answer and say unto them, verily I say unto you, in his much as ye have done it unto the least of these, my brethren, ye have done it unto me. And you know, goodwill toward men. Uh, that, is, that ought to be the process, the result of the Lord coming in our life. It's not just good news to us. It's not just glad tidings to us. It's not just peace for us. Uh, there ought to be an expression. Now it's goodwill toward men. Goodwill toward men. See, the present brings help. The present of the Lord coming brings hope. Jesus has come. And we see and understand that he has given us far more of a present at Christmas than just some trinket. He has given us a present, first of all, of his presence but he has given us a present that brings peace. A present that brings hope. Because of his person, because of his presence, because of his present of life everlasting, we can have his peace which passes all understanding. What a blessing. Christmas is a wonderful time. It's a wonderful time. And are there stresses? Absolutely. Are there problems? Yes. But as a child of God, we can look at the negatives or we can look at all the positives and he brings not just help to us, he brings hope to us. Are you saved this morning? Do you know the Lord as your personal Savior? If you know the Lord as your personal Savior, then that good tidings, those, that great, those, the good news, the great joy, that should be ours. It should, it should be something that we just don't experience here and now. It ought to be something that is just a part of our life. Great joy, help and hope. You know, it gets better from here. I was just, uh, uh, texting back and forth with a pastor friend of mine this morning. And anyway, we uh, were friends up in Washington State, and then he got uh, shipped out. Now he's pastoring up in, uh, in uh, uh, Kodiak, Alaska. And so I sent him a text just asking him how his weather was doing up there in Kodiak this morning. And, you know, looking out my window, and I see uh, some rain, a little bit of wind here. And uh, he said, it's like a monsoon. Uh, up there and just windy and rainy 
And so I, I shot him a text. I said, yeah, I said, we hit, we hit our rainy season this week, and I think we're going to have about two inches of rain this year. And uh, just, just joking with him. And we get about 22 inches as the average uh, here in our area. And I said, what's the average up there? And, and he sent me a, a picture back of the average uh, in Kodiak, Alaska is 81 inches of rain. <laughs> uh, and I was just sort of, I was just reveling in the fact that uh, we, we are in sunny California. Though we may have some rain out there, uh, we, have, we have a lot of, of good. And you know, life, we can look at the negative, we can look at the positive. Christmas time, we can look at the negative or we can look at the positive. There are things that any of us could stop and think about that could make us weep. Relationships that are lost, people that are gone. And I'm, and I'm not saying that, that we shouldn't, shouldn't ha have some time of reflection. But we ought to recognize the Lord didn't come so we can be depressed. He didn't come so we could feel miserable. He came to this earth and the announcement, uh, the announcement of the angels was glad tidings. It was, it was good news that was going to be presented. Peace on earth, goodwill toward men. Those are all wonderful things. And we, as a child of God, should have the joy of the Lord in our lives. May Christmas season be a time of joy. Why? How can I tell somebody about how good the Lord is if I'm depressed? Number one, I wouldn't even tell them. Because we're so, sent once we are depressed, we are very uh, centric, we are focused on ourselves, And it removes the opportunity even to share the good news of the Lord's coming. And here we have a great opportunity. The Lord has come, and when He came, He brings help, and He brings hope. And what a blessing to be a child of God. Father, I thank You for Your goodness, and just being a, a God that that knows exactly our makeup. You know what makes us tick. And I pray that you would help us as your children, Lord, to just revel in the fact that uh, we have you as our Savior. And Lord, for those that do not know you, may just the knowledge of your coming, uh, may it expand to where it's just not knowledge, but Lord, that they put their faith in you. A Savior is come. And I pray that people would put their faith in Christ this Christmas season. Heads bowed, eyes closed. Uh, you say, Pastor, Lord spoke to my heart. Maybe I have not been looking at the help that he offers. Maybe I have not been looking at the hope that is mine. Maybe it's all been on the negative side. And you say, Pastor, the Lord spoke to my heart. Right where you're at, just deal with the Lord in that. Maybe you're here and you don't know Christ as your personal Savior. You know about him, but you have never received him. Don't let another day pass. Don't allow your, do not, do not allow yourself to put it off for another day. 
We know not what a day may bring forth. If you don't know Christ as your personal Savior, the pastors are down front. Let me encourage you to come. If you're watching online, you don't know the Lord as your personal Savior, let me encourage you to text heaven to that number that's on your screen. And we'll get right back with you. Maybe you need somebody to pray with you about. Maybe you just need some help. Maybe you feel like you have no hope. We'd love to be a help to you. God with us, Emmanuel. When we have God with us, we have help. We have hope. Now, Father, we are so thankful for the many blessings you've given to us. Lord, thank you for being a God that never you don't leave us where we're at. And you know the, the burdens we face and the, the obstacles that are in our path. And Lord, thank you for the help that you bring to us. Thank you for the peace. And now, Lord, I, I pray that you would help us, Lord, just to, to have the joy that you have given to us. And bless now these individuals. Bless us as we go about our day. Give us help, please, for Christ's sake. Amen. All right. God bless you. Thank you so much for coming this morning and for tuning in with us online. And tonight, of course, 6 p.m., we have the evening service, a night of Christmas. And you will not want to miss that. So plan on being here. Uh, and you may want to get here a little bit early uh, to secure a seat. All right. God bless you. You have a wonderful day. We'll see you tonight. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed our service. If you would like to hear more, visit our website at bbc4me.org. That's bbc4me.org. May God bless you.